Welcome to the All People's Church Sunday podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more messages and resources, please visit allpeoples.com or download our free All People's Church app. You can be seated. I love Christmas time. Welcome to Northern Canada. I thought this was San Diego. You know, one of my favorite things about Christmas is all the different traditions that we have. And uh, traditions are uh, tr- traced back to the ancient Jewish times. And I don't know about you, but I- I'm delighted in some of the family traditions that we had as I was a child. One of them would be gathering around the fire and reading a Christmas story or reading different Christmas books. And that's what we want to do tonight as we, instead of having just worship and a sermon, wanted to take a journey uh, through the Christmas story together. And so what we'll be doing is reading different excerpts from a story, uh, which is actually the story of Christmas. And as we do that, I want to direct your attention to the screen of these beautiful uh, archaic illustrations. And then after we read each one and you hear a devotional for reflection, will join together in singing a Christmas song. So let me begin, it says this, oh and I'm Robert, by the way, if I haven't met you, if you're visiting with us, we're honored that you're here. I'm the pastor of all peoples, you'll hear from the other age group pastors as we continue on. It says this, the Jewish people, God's special people settled in their land. Hundreds of years passed, generations were born, grew up and passed on. Great kingdoms rose and fell, and yet the Jews still waited for their promised one, the king who'd be greater than King David, who led them into their golden era. When the time was right, God prepared some very special people to welcome his son. And you can stay seated as we sing this song, a song of people yearning in their hearts for the Messiah, O come, O come, Emmanuel. And oh come, oh come, Emmanuel, and ransom captivity. Spirits by thine 
Joel Sanders. I'm the youth pastor here. I'm going to continue our reading. It says, Mary was a young Jewish woman. Mary loved her village and the hills around the little town of Nazareth where she lived. The morning dew felt cool on Mary's toes as she walked to the well for water. Good morning, a voice interrupted Mary's walk. Mary looked around her. What? Who are you? Mary asked the stranger. I'm the angel Gabriel, and God has sent me to tell you something important. The Lord has blessed you and is with you, said the angel visitor. Mary's mind was full of questions and confusion. Don't be afraid, the angel reassured her. God is very pleased with you. He has chosen you to be the mother of the Son of God. Soon you will have a baby boy, and you will call him Jesus. He will be called great, and he will save the world. But how can this be, said Mary, still confused? I'm not married yet. God will cause a miracle to happen. With God, all things are possible. Mary listened and believed the angel's words. I trust the Lord. Mary knew this was a great blessing and she began to sing praises to the Lord. The angel also visited Joseph. He was a good man and he loved Mary very much and was planning to marry her. The angel came to Joseph in a dream with the same message. God has caused a miracle to happen. Even though you aren't married, God's Holy Spirit has caused Mary to be pregnant. She will have a baby boy and you will name him Jesus. Give him that special name because it means he will save his people from their sins. Joseph believed all that the angel said. He was ready to obey. Mary was ready to obey. Together they waited for the special miracle to come true. Here in the beginning of the Christmas story, Mary and Joseph receive special news. They receive an important message. And maybe you've been in that situation. Maybe you've received special news 
about something important, maybe news of a close friend getting married or a job offer, or a baby announcement, maybe becoming a grandparent for the first time. My wife and I received special news when we found out we were pregnant for the first time. I'll never forget that day, that feeling of becoming a daddy for the first time. Even the, the time where we found out the, the gender, that we would have a boy, this special news that was so exciting for us. And I can sometimes sympathize, sympathize excuse me, with Mary's excitement and confusion. You know, news can be exciting and sometimes even overwhelming at times. And just like Joseph, many times throughout history, people have received special news through dreams. Einstein had a dream about the theory of relativity. The invention of the eye of the needle for a sewing machine came through a dream. And even Handel's Messiah, something that's sung during Christmas time, was given in a dream. Now, after receiving this important message, Mary and Joseph waited for this special news to come true. They waited with eager anticipa anticipation for what the angels spoke of. When we have special news, we realize what a blessing it is, and we begin to sing praises to the Lord, just like Mary did. And we're going to sing this next song about the angel that gave Mary and Joseph that special news. Why don't you rise to your feet as we sing, Angels We Have Heard on High.
pastor of young adults and not so young adults, euphemistically called legacy adults. And my wife Jeannie and I also lead the Night School of Transformation. I'd like to pick up where Joel left off. While Mary and Joseph were waiting for this special miracle, they had to take a trip. They had to travel to a place called Bethlehem. The emperor said they had to go. Joseph gently lifted Mary onto the donkey's back and their journey began. The Roman emperor picked a bad time to make us go to our hometowns, Joseph complained. Yes, agreed Mary, but it's the law. He wants to count as citizens. The trip to Bethlehem was a hard journey for a woman about to have a baby. Late that night, they reached a little town. I'll find a room so you can rest, Joseph said. But every inn he tried was full of people. He knocked on door after door and got the same answer, full. No more rooms. Try down the street. Joseph kept on knocking and begging for a room. Please, we'll take any little corner, anything you have. My wife is about to have a baby. The last innkeeper felt sorry for the young couple. There's a stable in the back. It's small, dark, and with the animals, it's not very clean. We'll take it, said Joseph. Joseph made Mary as comfortable as he could in the damp little stable, and not a moment too soon. For that night, her baby boy was born, just as the angel had said. They named the baby Jesus. Mary looked at her beautiful baby, remembering the angel's words, he will save the world. You know, God asked Mary and Joseph to go on a journey. It was a very difficult journey. Mary was about to give birth. Travel must have been very difficult for her. And they had no place to stay at their destination. But Mary and Joseph said yes. God made a way for them to be cared for. And now their story of simple faith in action is part of the greatest story ever told, that of Jesus coming to save the world. You know, we're all on a journey as well, the journey of life. And we too will be asked by God on that journey to venture out in faith. Sometimes it may be difficult to say yes, requiring us to choose faith over fear, knowing that sometimes we just need a miracle. But as we say yes to God and step forward in faith, the results that bring change in our hearts, in our relationships, and in the world that we touch become part of our story. Your story of responding to the voice of God on your journey is exceedingly important because it is vitally connected to the greatest story ever told. May this be a year in which we all say yes to God, partnering with him to advance the reach of the greatest story ever told. And now would you please stand with me as we sing that ancient hymn, Stille Nacht, or Silent Night. And may I challenge you as you sing this, ponder how you can respond to God in this year with a yes to all that he asks you.
Son of God. Seems like you have the routine down now. Uh, my name is Jason. I'm the college pastor here along with my wife, Hannah. And uh, I'm going to continue the story. Uh, that same night, some shepherds were taking care of their sheep in a nearby field. An angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds with a glorious light shining all around. The shepherds had never seen such a thing and they were scared. But the angel calmed them down by saying, don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good news that will be a joy to all the world. Today, your Savior was born in Bethlehem. This is how you will know him. He will be wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Then many angels appeared in the sky, singing and praising God for the wonderful gift of baby Jesus. They sang, glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace and goodwill toward men. The shepherds could hardly wait to meet the baby savior, so they went straight to town looking for a baby lying in a manger. When they found Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, they knew that the angel's words were true. The thing that I was reminded of when I read this part of the story is how often we're kind of going about just our earthly business, just like these shepherds were just doing their job. And then suddenly they were invaded by heaven and they got this glimpse into the reality that there's more going on than just what's happening in front of us on earth. And I'll always remember the first time I encountered God directly and realized, oh, God is alive. God is real. God loves me. God's here. And you get this quick glimpse into what's coming. You know, one day we'll get to stand in heaven with God forever. So we get this glimpse into heaven. And I think Christmas is such a great time for us to remember that there's more going on than what's in front of us right now. That there's a heaven, that there's a God in heaven, that there's a King of Kings. We have a Father who loves us in heaven. And we can really celebrate that today in this Christmas time. And let's not forget it as it is so easy to forget. The other thing that's so great is that God doesn't just reveal himself to kings and to presidents and to great men and women of the earth, but he reveals himself to everybody. He revealed himself to kings, but he also revealed himself to shepherds. And so every one of us in this room can be part of the Christmas story because God's gonna reveal himself to you and to me. He's faithful to every person. And today is probably a day where you're gonna encounter God's love. Some of you for the first time, and I wanna encourage you to open your heart to God, give him everything, it's worth it. And one last thing, when Jesus came to earth, he showed us what heaven is like. So you gotta know, if you wanna know what heaven's like, look at Jesus Christ, and you can know that heaven is the best place you'll ever wanna be forever, amen? Let's stand up together. We're going to sing the first Noel, which is a song about Christmas.
seated. When Jesus was born, God put a star in the sky. Some wise men who lived far away saw this star, and they knew it was a sign from God that a new king had been born. The wise men followed the star, and on their way, they decided to stop in the city of Jerusalem to see King Herod. The wise men wanted to ask him about baby Jesus. Herod was a mean king. He tried to trick the wise men. You must find the baby so I can worship him too, Herod said. But that was a lie. He wanted to get rid of the baby Jesus. When the wise men left Herod's palace, they followed that star. The star led them to Bethlehem. And when they found a young Jesus, they worshiped him and gave him gifts fit for a king, gold and sweet-smelling spices. You know, Matthew 2.11, it says this, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. They worshiped and bowed down. Then they opened their treasures and they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I'm Kendall, I'm our executive pastor here, and I just wanna thank you for celebrating Christmas with us as a church family. If there's anything we see from this story, it's, it's two things. First of all, it's that God guides. And I think about those wise men being guided by a star, and I look out at this group and I just think each person here is being guided by God. God has a plan for each person here. And actually, we believe he has such a specific plan that he wanted you here this evening. So to our guests, we just want to say welcome. We're so glad you're here. We believe that God meant you to be here. And as we move into our time of giving and offering, we want to invite you just to fill out that communication card that's in the seat basket before you. In the little pouch there, there's a pen as well and some of the pouches. And you can put a prayer request on there if you just want someone to be praying for you this holiday season. You can ask for information about some of our ministries, but more than anything, we just want to invite you to fill that out so we can follow up with you. Thank you for coming and celebrating Christmas with us. We believe that God guided you to be here today. And then secondly, we see in this story of the wise men giving their gifts, giving their treasure that God provides. And um, at All People's Church, we follow the example of the wise men. We worship God with our giving, with our resources. And that's our way of saying, God, everything we have is yours. We're worshiping you with what you've given us. And that's the kind of people we are. And we want to invite you in that journey of generous giving this evening as well. So our ushers are going to move forward and take up the offering. Again, this is your time of giving. There's a slide with different ways you can give to the ministry and work of God here at this church. And guests, we'd invite you to put that communication card in the basket as it goes around. You can pray with me as we take up our offering. Father, we pray over this offering, just like the worship of these wise men has been recounted for hundreds, for thousands of years. Lord, we know that you, you see our worship right now. You see our giving right now. You're guiding us right now. We thank you for who you are. And we thank you that you see all that we're doing and all that we're giving. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, oh. 
stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error flying till Stop. 
that special baby, Jesus, grew up in a small town called Nazareth. For 30 years, he lived an ordinary life with his family and friends. He had fun and he learned new things just like any boy in Nazareth. Everyone knew him as the son of a carpenter. Then one day, Jesus left his village, his ordinary life. He stepped into the world to do amazing and marvelous things in the name of God Almighty. He may be seated. You know, if there's one thing that I've been thinking about this Christmas, it's how Jesus came into the world and he came into a family. God didn't need to send a son into a human family, but for some reason he chose that. Jesus grew up in a family and Jesus came and displayed perfectly the love of God. Laid hands on the sick, made the blind to see, healed the lame. He drew near the sinner, and then he died on a cross to pay for our sins. The Bible says that he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we could die to sin and live for righteousness. And this is what scripture says in Ephesians 2. It says, consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people, and listen to this, and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you too, all of you, are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. 
I don't know if you've ever felt lonely before. I remember leaving our hometown that we had lived in for many years, moving to San Diego as a family. The first night, landing in a hotel, for there was no room in the inn for the Herber family. And it felt so lonely. And I remember what it felt like that first time that we met a family and they said that they were jumping into all peoples. And that family invited us over, a, a father and a mother and their children. We sat around their table and it was like I could just rest and breathe. And I thought, wow, we're being brought into a family. Can I just tell you tonight, no matter where you come from, no matter what your marital status is in this room, how old you are, what's happened in your life, that God has you here because he wants to bring you into his family. Jesus puts his spirit into us, and we become known as the children of God. If you've given your life to Jesus, he's wiped away your past. And he's placed his Holy Spirit in you and you've gone from spiritual death to spiritual life. And now as you look around the room, just turn to your right for a minute. Turn to your left for a minute. These are brothers and sisters. There is not one person in this room that's alone. The church is God's family. It's what scripture talks of. You are not alone tonight. You're a part of the family of God. You have the most wonderful father in the world. You have brothers and sisters here, and you are loved. When Jesus came, he adopted us, and he gives us true joy. The world is looking for joy at Christmas time. They're looking for it in the stores. They're looking for it at the Christmas parties. They're driving down the streets looking for Christmas lights, but can I tell you that Jesus is true joy. And so we're going to sing this last song. If you'd join with us, if you'd rise up to your feet one last time, we're going to sing joy to the world because truly Jesus is joy. He brings you into a family and he stamps his love on your heart. Let's sing this song together. Joy to the world as we celebrate the reason for true joy at Christmas time. Oh yeah.
over you. Father, I pray this Christmas would be full of the joy of Jesus. I pray that every heart in this room would know that you have hope for them, that you have love for them, and that you care deeply about them. Lord, knit us all into the family that you dreamed of when you created the church. We love you so much, and it's in your wonderful name we pray. And everyone said amen, amen.